Hey there, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Credo Podcast. I'm John Doherty, the founder of GetCredo.com. On this show, I interview smart marketers and entrepreneurs who can help you grow and scale your business through great digital marketing. Every now and then, I do a shorter me-only episode teaching you something that is on my mind specifically. This episode is, of course, sponsored by GetCredo.com, my company, where we have a highly curated network of vetted digital marketing professionals who are best in class at what they do. We've interviewed them, we've seen their client metrics, and we've accepted them into the network only after they've checked the necessary boxes. At Credo, we specialize in helping companies find and hire the best digital marketing firm or consultant for their specific needs. So if that's you, get in touch with us at getcredo.com. That's G-E-T-C-R-E-D-O.com and click the find a marketer button in the top right navigation. Hey there, what's going on? John Doherty, founder and CEO of Credo here. Man, it's good to be back on the microphone. It's been a little while since I've done a new podcast episode and you know, I've recently gotten this itch to get back to creating, to get back to blogging, to get back to putting out new content and to put out content like this on the podcast because this is a great place for me to share just some lessons that I'm learning, uh, quick lessons that I'm learning. This episode isn't going to be super long. Future episodes probably aren't going to be super long, um, but I want to start sharing, just getting out in audio format. This episode is around something that I've recently been thinking about a lot. I talked about it with some agencies yesterday, I talked about it with an agency owner today, and something I've really become convinced about is the need for processes within a business. Um, your business straight up cannot be scalable if you do not have documented processes that you can hand off to other people for them to take care of so that you can go and solve other problems. So yesterday I was talking with a, an agency on Credo um, about their sales process. This agency, this customer has been with us for four-ish months now, four, maybe five months now. And they, honestly, they've been struggling um, to close work. We've got some great deals onto their uh, calendars um, and other agencies are winning them. I think something like 25% of the projects that we have matched them up with, that we have scheduled them to talk to speak with, were won by another agency um, that looks very similar to their profile. Um, and so I, I, what I try to do is I try to hop on phone calls with agencies um, that are struggling to close um, so that I can try to help them get back on track, right? Point out some things in their process that they need to fix, things to add in, things to take away, things to start doing, things to stop doing. Um, because I've seen a lot of work uh, cl get closed, I've seen a lot more work fail to get closed and found, the pro found a process that works really, really well. Um, and basically this agency's process boiled down to we have an initial call and then we let the prospect tell us what they want us to do next. Send a proposal, have a follow-up call, that sort of thing. That That's not a process right there, y'all. That is an abdication of responsibility, um, especially when it comes to sales. You need to have a process that you go through. And of course, there's a little bit of, there can be some flexibility in there. If they need a third call, that's fine. Um, but, uh, but letting the client drive it or letting the prospect drive it, that's not the way to actually win work. And of course, we're talking about sales specifically here. Um, in my opinion, any process is better than none. I wouldn't even call that a process, of course. Um, but there are also better and worse processes that work, uh, you know, that work well. And it's really, really useful to learn from others. I've recently been reading Dan Sullivan's book, um, Who Not How, which is recommended to me by my coach, Dan, who I'll be talking about here in just a second. Um, but uh, basically, Dan Sullivan talks about at some point, it's not about how do I do this thing. It's about who do I get to do this thing for me or who has done this before that I can learn from so I can go and do it if I don't have the revenue to hire them to do it. 
Um, and talking about hiring, I've been hiring here at Credo recently. Um, and honestly, I've been struggling with it. I've been trying to hire an executive assistant, sales support role, going back and forth. Is it full-time? Is it part-time? That sort of thing. Recently decided that it's actually two separate roles. Um, I was trying to collapse into one and make it part-time and it just wasn't working. It's actually a full-time role and a very part-time role. Um, but I've been struggling with this, right? And hiring, it turns out, is really its own skill set. And uh, because I'm tired of not succeeding at it, I need to get these two roles hired so that we can continue to scale. Today, I actually got on the call with the COO of a friend's company. They offered it, right? Um, and uh, we hopped on the call. This person does all of the hiring. I think they're like 60 people now or something like that. Um, and he's really, really good at it. it, has a set process. So I was like, hey, let's go ahead um, and, and hop on this call. He offered it, as I said. Um, and in 30 minutes, he took me from blocked and frustrated to clear on the process that I need to follow to hire successfully. Of course, there's gonna be hiccups along the way. He pointed out some areas I'm gonna need to tweak, things I might need to you know move around in order to get the right application the right number of applicants, that kind of thing. But I have a process to run with. I didn't even have the foundation of it, right? And he gave me that, right? Um, so this is very similar to actually another process that I that I love that I have R&D'd, robbed and duplicated as Dan, who, who I'm about to talk about here, talks about. Um, so I'm, I'm giving Dan totally the credit for, uh, for R&Ding this. But Dan uh, does, Dan's a, a coach for software businesses and he does onboarding calls. Uh, for new clients or his team now does onboarding calls for new clients. Um, when I joined a year and a half ago, he was still doing them, but he has a specific process and a worksheet that he works through. He pulls it up on his iPad, shares the iPad, goes through the questions, kind of goes on down through it, gets the metrics that he needs, and then backs into the things that you need to do and trainings that you need to watch and questions you need to ask and people you need to talk to and that sort of thing in order to hit your goals right? Full process that now he's been able to hand off to three or four other people in order to uh, to do it well. Um, I've even taken personally this framework and I've applied this, created my own very similar framework uh, for the coaching calls I do through Credo. So hiring calls, marketing strategy calls, I have a process that I take them through. Uh, a lot of it that I learned from Dan and from, his, from some of the things that he does, but it's a very set process so that then we ultimately get to the goal, get to the thing that, this per that the person that I'm speaking with that is paying me for my time is looking to accomplish. Um, and we also do this on the, the full company side, right? We have gotten into a process, have a process for creating playbooks, for documenting everything that we do, how we do it, um, and then a central place for storing it. In our case, that's Trello. I have a Trello board and then I have, you know, marketing, finance, development, customer success, whatever, you know, all, all the various things that we do within the company. Um, and this makes it super easy when we hire someone. I can hand it to him. I can say, hey, here are the videos that you need to watch, right? Within SaaS Academy, let's say. Here are the playbooks that you need to look at. These are the things that you're going to reference because these are the things that you do. We don't hire until we have these things playbooked, right? Basically, all the training that they need is playbooked there. And of course, there's going to be one-on-ones. You know, there's going to be like questions needed. We're going to have to show them some new things, right? Maybe there's some documentation that's a little bit out of date, right? In which case, we update it as we talk through it, as we realize that it's uh, that it's not updated. Um, but this eliminates a ton of the manual work, a ton of the like, you know, if I was hiring someone every week, I don't have time to be training someone every week, right? Even hiring someone every couple of months, it's still a lot of work. If you've hired before, it's a lot of work to get somebody on to, uh, you know, up to speed. Um, and so this shortcuts a lot of that and I can create it in a scalable way. Um, 
so, uh, and, and by the way, one of the things that I love doing here, of course, you can write it out. You can, you know, take screenshots and whatever. Those do get out of date. Um, I was actually trained as a documentation writer, technical writer. I don't know if many of you know that, but I was actually trained as a documentation writer. So I'm totally fine writing documentation. Um, but uh, I've also been using a tool called Loom, L-O-O-M.com, which is basically like you, it can put you down in like the bottom, you know, corner here if you're watching the video down here in the bottom corner and share your screen and click around and they can see where you're clicking. Um, it's really, really useful for sh shooting a quick like three to five minute video showing someone how to do something. My team even uses it day to day. My CTO and I communicate that way, you know, giving feedback on specific things, which is really cool. So to wrap all of this up, I am firmly convinced that the only way to really scale a business in a sane way is through having processes that are repeatable. Either you learn them through trial and error, right? Which a lot of us do, or if you can find the person that's done it, then you can shortcut the process and you can learn quicker, right? Uh, they might do it for free as uh, this uh, COO I spoke with today did. You know, you might need to pay them for their time or buy their book, right? That might be the best place to go. Um, highly recommend doing that. Um, but you can uh, you can shortcut the um, to getting to the right the right process by learning from people that have done it before. And the sooner you create processes in your business, I'm telling you, the sooner you create processes in your business, the sooner your business is going to become more sane. Because if everything is custom, everything is bespoke, then nothing is scalable and your company is going to suffer for it, right? If someone great leaves, uh, the work might not be up to quality. I think a lot of times people are scared of creating processes because they're afraid that the quality is going to suffer, right? Actually, processes let you do better work because you know that the process works. Um, and so it also doesn't shortcut the creative process. Honestly, I think it frees you up more to be more creative because you don't have to go back and remember, oh, how do we do this thing? How do we log in here? That sort of thing. It's all there within the playbook. Read the playbook and follow the playbook. And then you can go and you know do the creative work, do the research, do the writing, whatever it is that you're doing. You can do that better because you've gotten all of the base things taken care of. And, you know, I've seen this and I've been part of it um, at agencies before. I see it a lot with our, you know, with our customers, uh, Credo's agencies that are struggling to scale because they don't have a good process for doing things. And of course, when you're early on, you can just any time through the business. You're like, you, you know, you go from, uh, you know, 50K to 500K a year in revenue, everything breaks. You go from 500K to 5 million, so I hear, we're obviously nowhere close to there, but you go you know, from 500K to 5 million, everything breaks. You go from one to two people, everything breaks. You go from two to five, everything breaks. Five to 20, everything breaks. 20 to 50, everything breaks. 50 to 100, everything breaks, right? Stuff is constantly breaking, but by keeping on updating this, it's gonna make your life um, a lot more a lot more sane. Um, so consider this a kick in the butt. Uh, some tough love, if you will, to go work on creating processes for your business. Um, at the start, we actually, I actually dedicated like half a day um, every week to go and create some processes. And I, I created a Trello board, created those lists and said, these are the things that we need to create documentation about. I went and I created a, a doc um, for each one um, in a Google Drive folder. Um, and then once that playbook is completed, then I put it into the description of the, um, of the, the Trello card on that list. And then I move on to the next one. Um, and so it's going to be a bit of a process to get it there for your business, um, especially if you have a lot going on. Um, but of course, if you have people, you can also delegate this as well. Create the framework, do a couple of them yourself, shoot a loom, show them how it works, hold them accountable to getting it done because this is extremely high leverage for your business. Hope that's helpful. I'm John Doherty, founder and CEO here at Credo, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Peace.